Welcome to the Tossing Clubs Podcast. Next on the tee, your hosts, Frank Jang, Zach Moses, and Aaron Tan. Yo, what is up, everyone? It is another special day for the Tossing Clubs crew. This is Frank. I'm with Zach and Aaron. Guys, how are you guys doing? How's your golf games coming along? Tell me all about it, man. Doing pretty well, Frank. Headed down to the Bay Area tomorrow to play some golf with you guys, so pretty stoked for that. You feeling good about it? Feeling great. Always feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm super excited for the next time that we play together, or I guess I'm excited every time we get to play together. The last I think the last couple times it's been derailed by, you know, COVID or whatever it may be. But tomorrow looks like it's going to happen. So can't wait. Exactly. And you know what? We're going to be playing at Karika South Course, which is surprisingly one of the higher rated public courses in the Bay Area. Did you guys know that? It's apparently the only Australian belt type of, you know, golf, golf links course in the Bay Area. So, hey, I haven't played before, but I'm stoked. I've played it, man. Okay, it didn't strike me as a top whatever course in the Bay Area, and I've played a lot of the public courses in the Bay Area, but we'll see. I haven't played it in a few years. Yeah, I'm pretty worried if this is a top public course for the Bay Area, (laughs) but we'll see. I know they remodeled recently, so maybe it's really nice now. Exactly. They remodeled it. Maybe you played before it's remodeled, but that will be the topic. Well, part of the topic for today's episode is just going around the Bay Area and talking about the highs, the lows, the hidden gems, you know, places to go to and definitely check out or places to avoid. And so, you know, Zach, you were in the Bay Area and now you moved to Seattle. Do you miss the Bay Area golf? Cause it's just purely superior. <laughs> I miss aspects of the Bay Area golf. Would I say it's completely superior? I don't know. Um, I'm probably going to be the negative Nancy on today's podcast because I think in general, public golf in the Bay Area is kind of whatever. There's definitely nice courses, don't get me wrong. And like relative to a lot of other big cities, like there is a lot of, there are a lot of courses. There's, um, and lots of different types of courses. You can kind of travel throughout the Bay Area and find some good golf. But I think the, the really nice courses are actually private, and so it's sometimes difficult to want to travel to the Bay Area because the courses I want to play, I just have no shot of getting onto them. Yeah, and that will be the focus of today's episode. We'll mostly be talking about public courses so that, uh, you know, it's where you can talk about all these courses and just give people like an idea of where you can go, where you should go and where you shouldn't go. Um, and so I'll be naming a few different, I guess, superlatives, and you guys tell me the first course that comes in your mind. All right, so for me, I'm always interested to hear about value, all right? I am a value guy. This course, it provides so much for me, and it's at a great price, right? So when I go there, the conditions are, it might not be the best conditions, but it's great for the price. So what do you guys think is the best course that is bang for your buck? This is a tough question, Frank, because... Like, yes, prices in the Bay Area are very high relative to other golf cities. And so what you're getting for what you're paying, there's tough to find like great deals out there. I will name uh, Lincoln Park Golf Course. 
And the reason why, and I know this is a controversial course, but for like tw- like 30, 40 bucks, you're playing a course with views of the Golden Gate Bridge of like the Pacific Ocean. Uh, you're up above the city. You can see a lot of the city. The course itself might not be great, but like I can't think of another public course in another like big city where you get to see like the landmark thing, which is a bridge for like less than 50 bucks. So I think that's a pretty good deal for like a very average course, but with incredible views. Okay. Yeah. Since I haven't heard these categories before, so I need a moment to think, but okay. Best value. I'm going to go with uh, Diablo Creek and Concord out in the East Bay. I think it is a fun course. It's got it's got length. It's not, you know, it's not the most scenic. It's pretty flat. Uh, it's I, I feel like it's really fun because I don't know. Every time I go out, I have a good time because it's not like the most stressful course. There's there's you know fairways next to each other. You don't always lose your ball, but it's interesting enough. And I want to say tee times are like under sixty bucks which you don't see all the time. I feel like there's always tee times available, which in the city, that's like hard to come by. All the courses in the city, you know, a week out, they're booked and you can't you can't get anything besides like a like a 6:30 p.m. tee time and you're rushing to get nine holes in. So, uh Diablo Creek recommend for value. Okay, okay, both fair. Number 1 Lincoln uh, I agree. When I first played Lincoln, I thought this was like an incredible course because uh, there's rolling hills. You said that Golden Gate Bridge. You look at that uh, that place where our friend got married. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a really nice museum up there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's really nice. But then now that I played golf a little bit more, it's like, wow, dude, it's a lot of life. They could definitely take care of the course a lot better for the like. I mean, maybe they just need to charge higher prices so they can fix some things up. Because like the land itself, it's a nice plot of land. They just need to keep the course in better condition. And for Diablo Creek, Aaron, I used to play there a lot. Concord's a little bit far out, but like you said, it's pr- relatively inexpensive. Um, it's stress free, and if you say you're a Concord resident, they give you a discount. They don't check anything, so just uh, heads up on that. So. Um, so, yeah, it's sick for weekend tea times. I would say I'm going to go with a nine-hole course. It's called Buchanan in Concord as well. It's literally 14 bucks, and uh, it's not long, but if you're just starting out, it's, like, so easy and quick to just get nine holes in. You got part fours. I, I don't think there's a part five, but you got a bunch of part threes. Uh, there, It's next to <laughs> an airport, so there's, like, literally planes that are just... 200 feet above you, you know, trying to land. Um, it's next to an in and out. So once you're done, you go get a shake and some burgers. It's freaking sick. And it's also has a, you know, driving range. Um, I used to go there a lot after work. Uh, so Buchanan, definitely check it out. All right. Which brings me to my next topic. Okay. Right, what course do you think is just legit the best public course that you played in the area? It's easy. I mean, I don't think this is an easy question because it's one that's been a, like a hot debate on most of our episodes. But I, I mean, yeah, I think it comes down to TPC Harding Park or the Presidio. Those are kind of like the two most popular, the, the nicest public courses in the area. Um, I think with Harding Park, you get 
you know, you get the history, you get the tournament pedigree. It's the only course in the Bay Area that's public that's hosted a PGA Championship, World Golf Championships. It's hosted a couple President's Cups, you know, and people like playing where the pros play. So I understand why Harding Park is up there. I think in terms of like which ones, I think Presidio is a little bit more interesting. It's got nicer views. I'd probably go there if I just wanted to play around. So I'm going to go with Presidio as my favorite public course in the bay area wow the harding truther picks presidio i've changed changed my mind after playing presidio recently i think yeah i mean harding's just so boring <laughs> it just it sucks that the all the really nice courses are private in, olympic club incredible san francisco golf course incredible cow club incredible lake merced incredible but they're all private and like we're not playing them like why else would you travel to San Francisco. I mean, Harding Park, fine, maybe. It's nice. Okay, you go to SFO and you drive 45 minutes east to Livermore and you go to Wente Golf Club and it's like a winery too. And that is actually, I think, the best course in this area because, again, part of it is the value. But on weekdays, it's 100 bucks. You get a cart. You get practice balls that are TP5Xs. You get a bunker area. You get sick views. And you get... A great pace of play too it's i think it's the best value it's probably the best course i had great times there um so zach next time you're, you come down i'm gonna like i'm gonna change your mind bay area golf is pretty sick dude i think bay area golf is like a b minus oh wow that's you seattle's is like a c plus like, then <laughs> I, i'm not arguing that seattle is better i'm just saying relative i think you called it a golf haven earlier today in our text thread and like when I think of golf havens, I think of like the Monterey Peninsula. I think of Wisconsin. I think of Florida. I think of even LA more than the Bay Area. Uh, so I, I don't know. I just it, it's tough for me. I think it's a very nice area for golf, and there's lots of courses. But I'm throwing. I'm giving it a B, B minus. I also have to disagree that Wenty is a value. It's always the most expensive course. Like anytime I look, it's so expensive to get on. It's always in the triple digits. Like no matter what day of the week, I don't think that's the best value, even with today's prices. Well, I guess it's a, a weekday tea time, right? I think a weekend is 200 bucks admittedly, but for a weekday, oh my gosh, it, it was the best. Hmm. All right. Well, that's also, you're, you're the Pleasanton guy, so you I'll, I'll defer to you on that, but. Maybe we all have to go out and play Wenty. Oh, 100%. 100%. All right, Aaron, where do you think is the best? Okay, best course. This could be recency bias because I just played it within the last month, but Half Moon Bay is where I'm going. It's probably like, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes outside of San Francisco um, along the Pacific Ocean, a little town called Half Moon Bay. At the Ritz-Carlton, they have two courses, two 18-hole courses, and they're both just gorgeous, like but different styles. One of them's links. One of them is more kind of like winding through the houses. Um, but they're both like really awesome courses. They keep them in great shape. Uh, the the course designs are great. And if you're talking about experience, like the whole experience there is nice. I when I went and played, it was probably i think my second time there but i just loved it so much i went to the pro shop and bought a little bit of merch so i could rep half moon bay but it's uh it's really a good time really nice course yeah that's definitely on the bucket list and uh some people online are like oh if you want a nice 
Pebble Beach type ish experience that you can overlook the ocean. That's that's a go to. Yeah, that was gonna be like my splurge course. Like I think the pricing over there, and correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, but it's like two fifty ish, maybe three hundred for a round, which is definitely on the higher side. But yeah, the views that you're getting, the course, it just looks incredible out there. I and like the foreplay dudes just did like the barstool classic over there and Steph Curry was playing. Saw some video of that. It looked nice. Just like super pristine. It is nice. If we're, if we're comparing to Wenty though, we're talking weekday later in the day tea times. I, when I just played, it was one forty for, I think one or 2 PM on a weekday. So Ooh, that's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't like before. And if we're talking, to, I was going to say, if we're talking about prices, like Presidio is, uh what like 150 for like a nice tea time on the weekend or something yeah i would say a little bit better uh, a little bit cheaper um so i guess since we're talking about value a little bit okay let's talk about worst value and i just want to get this off my chest all right number one worst value is tpc harding sorry guys you know (laughs) i know i i'm a hater but the bucket of balls dude like fuck off dude like 20 bucks for like a bucket after a 200 dollar uh tea time sucks um presidio if you're not an sf resident also sucks 150 bucks i don't think it's worth it full price um and somewhere else that's not worth it in my opinion that's a more like reasonable course is monarch bay uh i think for 18 holes i mean it it takes forever that course is so slow and it's probably close to 70 bucks um, which you know probably is the average now, but I don't think it's worth it. I mean, the conditions are like okay, but every time I play there, it is so slow. Wow, guys, if if you're visiting the Bay Area, don't let Frank deter you from Monarch Bay. That is actually one of my like sleeper picks for nicest course, like right in the Bay Area. I I really like the layout. It's right on the water. It's like a linksy course. They have it in decent shape. I like it way better than its next door neighbor Metro. Like, I I, lo- I love Monarch Bay for what it is. Man, I have to totally disagree. Like, I was gonna say if you're visiting the Bay Area, I'd avoid all three of those courses that are over by the airport in Oakland, like Monarch Bay, Corica, Metropolitan. Just they're more like the value's not great. You you hop online and you look at the photos and it looks really nice. It's like views of the ocean. It's like a link style and you get there and it's just super windy, dried out. It's like trashy water, like a trashy, dirty bay. That's like pretty disgusting when you're like looking out at it. I don't know. I just you have planes flying over the top nonstop that are super loud and annoying going into Oakland Airport. I'm just not it's a character. huge fan. I, I think I've had so maybe I've just had so many bad rounds out of the, over there because the wind is so strong that I'm not not a huge fan <laughs> it's a cha- it just it's an interesting challenge it's another obstacle you gotta tackle yeah i i would agree with you aaron though i think at least i mean i haven't played the Corico one i'll play it tomorrow but so far i would put metro below yeah below monarch i, I think monarch has its you know moments though for sure yeah we can't hate on Corico if we haven't played it so we'll have a better take after tomorrow <laughs> yeah, exactly Okay, another question then. Who, which course would you rank as just the course that 
advertises one way, but when you go and reach it, it's like not what's advertising, right? So it's like the course with the most makeup on. Lincoln Park. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like Metro probably. Damn, dude, you guys are. Hate I think they're both like they're both doing the same thing. They're both like relying on views of the Pacific Ocean, and like that's a selling point. I feel like the ones over in the East Bay, like Metropolitan, they say they're link style courses, and they're not really. They're just they just don't have trees. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I, I agree with you on Lincoln a little bit. Not great okay. conditions. I I I feel like Lincoln could be so much better. Like the when you get like you said, you get a view of the Golden Gate Bridge, and so they just put that on the pictures. But when you actually go out and play, like the course is not. They just don't keep it in great condition. It's like you're playing golf in a park. The fairways you can barely tell the difference from the fairways and the rough. Like the greens are just not kept in good shape. It's like, I feel like the disparity between advertised and actual is pretty big there. All right. Very fair point. But honestly, you guys are both wrong. The course that is absolutely the like most guilty of false advertising is Glen Eagles, right? It, it's that nine hole course that I'm on their website right now. And it says San Francisco's fastest Muni greens. And dude, their greens are legit, probably like rock. So maybe that's why they're advertising it like that. I go to another. Day. Hey, they are fast. Oh, they're oh they're fast. Tell me they're good. They're like impossible. I like three putt there so much. <laughs> okay, I remember that course was in the worst shape. It's also the speakeasy of golf courses, quote unquote, on their uh, on their golf page. And dude, you just go to it once, and it's like. I can't believe I just paid for this garbage round because the fairways, they're not well kept. I, I, when, as when I remembered, the greens were not well kept. The bunkers, they were straight up um, like mud. And like the local rule was, oh, you just place the ball outside of the bunker. Guys, it's the it, Eagles, like F tier. Yeah, I, I agree. I like... Okay, that you probably won me over with that argument. I've seen Glen Eagles on like lists of like top nine hole courses in like on the West Coast and stuff, and it's it's not. It's really not. It's there's barely there's barely fairways. The greens, to be fair, like to their credit, the greens. I feel like every time I play there, they're in really nice shape. They're really fast, but they're almost like too fast. It's like putting on a freaking tabletop. Um. And, but it's always, like, so windy. It's just, like, tall grass, mud, dust, dirt. It, it's, like, such a grind to get through that course. But, yeah, everyone, for some reason, advertises it as, like, super nice. So, I don't know. No, nah, no, nah, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, but on a more positive note, I hate being a negative, man, you know, Nancy. But, you know, what is the hidden gem, right? So, I think you guys sort of, like, Aaron said it was Mark. Do you say once, you know like die on that hill and say it's a monarch because hmm. you're the only one you there. guys go first yeah i feel like we don't have a lot of positive things to say but uh i think so mariner's point which is a par three course i think what's not really nice about it is they do night golf there and night golf is not a very common thing especially in the Bay area or just like California in general. And so having that option of going at like Frank, you were talking about going at like nine thirty or something, uh, PM, like a few weeks back. 
I think that's really cool. And it's like, if you just want to get in like a nice quick nine holes after dinner or something, you can do that down at Mariner's Point, which is also the place where uh, Will Zalatoris kind of like grew up and played quite a bit. And I think he had his first hole in one there. So it's got some, uh, a little bit of history there too, which is cool. No, I, I love Mariner's Point and it's a great place to work on your short game and you know, at night, if it is late, you just sneak the guy, like, hey, can I, like, play a few holes for five bucks? And it's like, yeah, dude, like, they're super chill with it. So definitely recommend that place. I'm going to say Peacock Gap in San Rafael. I love that place. Uh, they have grass range. They have a bunker area. They have a short game area. They have a putting green next to their first tee. It's a challenging course in that a lot of their part threes, at least from... I think it was from the Blues. They're about 170 to 180. Uh, I think only one of them is at 120. Um, but it's only a 6,000-yard course at the Blues. And every time I've gone, like, the conditions were great. Um, you know, the pace was good. And I think just really, like, the layout was fun, too. There's hills. Um, there's, like, long court, long holes. There's short, gettable holes. There's, like, a part four that's downhill that you could technically drive. Um, so it's got a lot of variety as well. Okay. I, I am going to make my, uh, make a switch from Monarch to hidden gem. Um, I'm going to go with Dublin ranch out in Dublin, California in the tri Valley. It's, I feel like it doesn't get enough credit. Actually, nobody talks about it. Um, but it's a par 63. So there's a lot of par threes, but there's a couple par fours, a couple par fives, um but they always keep it in such nice condition like really like some of the nicest condition in the in the east bay i feel like um you're kind of playing amongst the houses but not like too close where it feels cramped there's holes where you get like super nice views of the tri-valley um it can get a little windy out there but overall for for i guess the fact that nobody ever talks about it like that's one that I think is definitely a hidden gem. I think Dublin Ranch, uh, there's like great views too because you're on like literally on top of a hill. Um, and yeah, I think the scenery is great. You know, the one time I actually booked a tea time, I like legit forgot to go and they charged me for it. So that's my only knock on them. But hey, that's more my fault than theirs. Uh, yeah, so they make you prepay, which sort of sucks. But that's also why... They have a lot of tea times available. Man, yeah. I, I I just feel like okay, so that that experience aside, I think the the like service and everything, whenever I'm at the pro shop, like people are always so nice. They've given me free food before at the at the cafeteria. The sometimes they'll have like barbecues going on outside and you just roll up and get some food. At least that was before COVID. Um they have like a super nice uh like chipping putting area uh they don't have a range but i mean hey can't have everything all right well how, how about this guys uh we've talked a lot about a lot of different courses uh so let's summarize this a little bit um i'm going to go down a list of courses and just give me if you would recommend or if you would not recommend them all right so for and these are all courses that you've been to all right so the first course is tilden yay or nay yay uh yeah sure dude i'm gonna say nay dude (laughs) well i recommend for what is this like someone's visiting for like a weekend and they have to they get to pick two or three courses to play 
or is it just like uh I'll, yeah i was thinking you know if no yeah i would say like are they are these the courses that you would want to book first if you're if you're in the area or if you're visiting right um if you're visiting then obviously you're probably going to try to book harding and presidio and you know like all of the nicer courses the pasta tiempo is a little bit down south in santa cruz and whatnot but i think these are more just uh you know regular cheaper courses does that make sense yeah, I would still recommend Tilden. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's a fine course. Okay, I'm going to say nay. It, it's really slow. Also, it's really hard. <laughs> Man, that first hole is is one of the hardest opening holes on a golf course. It's like a uphill, super long par four. You pretty much have to hit a long iron uphill onto the green to just make a par. But, I mean, everything else. That 10th hole is so nice. You hit a drive from up on top of the hill down into the valley it feels like you're just hitting bombs from that tee box every time like i think it's i think there's a lot of redeeming qualities i mean i do like the course uh it is close to berkeley and on 17 the reason i say it's hard is because on 17 there's a part three that's about 200 yards and i swear to god the green looks so small every time and between the tee box and the hole is just fescue and Every time. I've never hit a good shot there, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of redeeming. Like you said, there are a lot of redeeming qualities about that hole. I mean, of course. Sounds like you just need to up your game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That's fair enough, dude. <laughs> All right. Second course. Um, what Have you guys played Lake Chabot? Hmm. I'm pretty sure you have. Yep. All right. Wow. Okay. Would you recommend Lake Chabot? Actually, that's another value course. I didn't even think about that one, but I would recommend it for the price. I, that one's consistently like the cheapest 18-hole course in Oakland, I feel like, and it's not too bad. So, yeah, recommend for the value. I'd pass. It's also home to the only par 6. Wow, hater. It's also home to the par 6 on the 18th hole. It's sort of the most ridiculous hole. It's completely downhill. You hit a drive, and... It could go 400 yards and you just have a still a downhill lie. And then it's just, uh, it's just, a uh, you know, it's just memorable too. And I also think it has pretty good views too of the city. Um, okay. The next course is, uh, Mariner's point. Uh, you guys talked on it a little bit. I love Mariner's point, but, uh, yeah, that was on my list too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it for, for the night golf aspect. I don't think that actual course is that interesting all the holes are about like 100 yards i'm pretty sure when i've played it i've used like two clubs but for the night golf aspect i like it yeah it's definitely a par three course i think it's nicer than like golden gate parks par three course which is like the other one in the bay area i was gonna ask golden gate park because that was the first par three course that i've ever played on um and i guess like why don't you like it i think the greens are crappy and it's just not very interesting i don't know at least uh mariner's point you're on the water so you got a nice view i agree with that take i also feel like whenever i've gone to golden gate park there's a lot of like really really beginner golfers that just like don't know what they're doing and it's just not nice enough to to take that on so i'll go no 
It's also pretty expensive, right? Isn't it like 25 bucks or something? Yeah, it is. I think it's like close to 30 now. And I guess I didn't really think about it, but that is pretty expensive for just a part three course. Yeah, if you want to play, if you want to play a nice part three course, drive two hours south to the Hay in Pebble Beach, Tiger Woods part three course. I've also played the. Have you played the Fleming's course, Aaron, at Harding? No, no, I haven't. Okay, here's my review of it. It's actually pretty nice. I think it's pretty nice. You get like a variety of part fours, part threes. You're in Harding, so you have those sick trees next to you. The part threes are low-key sort of challenging because a lot of the trees get in your way. So, uh, I mean, I remember this one shot where it was, you know, I was, it was pure, it was straight, but then um, it landed a little bit short because it hit a tree and it fell. And so it was like, it's challenging at the same time, but still approachable for a part three course. Um, okay, and then the last question I want to ask you guys is, all right, tell me where you're, like, if you could only play out one course for the rest of your life, where would it be in the Bay Area? Public course, right? Yeah. Of course. I might go with just my top course, Half Moon Bay. Can you play both Half Moon Bay courses for the rest of your life? Does that count? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll probably stick with the same one I was the Presidio. Wow. Presidio. Wow. That's surprising. And give it, give it my, like, you, you, this includes, like, you have to pay for it, too. They have a good loyalty program. You fill up your range card once, you get, like, a free, free Twilight Tea Time or something. Yeah, it's a pretty good option. If I could only play one course for the rest of my life in the Barrier and thinking about value again, uh, yo, it's Calipe in Pleasanton. That place is sick. It's got rolling hills. It's beautiful at twilight uh, pleasanton is a sick city uh it's got meadowlark dairy and so after like a you know long round you go get jamba juice and after that you go get a nice you know frozen yogurt cone this is just a review of frank's hometown <laughs> know, every, there's jamba juice in a lot of different towns dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying every time it's it's been awesome at Calife. um and it's, you get a free meal at Frank's parents' house after your round. It's great. <laughs> yeah, hit us up. I think, hey, you know, you don't knock it till you try it, Zach. It's it's sick. It's a sick place. I do like that course. When I when I've played Calipe, like it's it's also like I don't know. For me, like course layout is big. Like just something to keep it interesting. That's something I don't really like about Harding. But Calipe, I feel like the the all the holes are like interesting. Like there's a lot of we talk about memorable holes and I feel like there's a lot of memorable holes at Calipe and they keep it in good condition. They got a driving range. Like, yeah, good choice. I gave a grade overall for the public courses in the Bay area, which was a B minus, which was kind of based off there being zero top 100 public courses in the Bay area. Uh, unless you count Paso Tiempo. I think there's like a lot of courses and there's some good value, but overall it's kind of, just like a, a passing grade, a B minus. Like, what would you guys give the Bay Area? Oh, it's an A minus for sure, a hundred percent. There's amazing courses. There's like Stanford Golf Course. There's no, no, no. We're talking about public courses, though. Oh wait, Stanford isn't considered public. It's private. Oh really? Okay, rip. Um, damn, that's unless crazy. you're like an if you're an alumni, that's how you get on. Okay, RIP. Um, I'll, I'm gonna give. Well, Stanford's really nice. I'm going to give it a B plus then. Wow. One golf course, is it going to change your grade? 
Yo, if we counted private courses, it's like an A for sure. I mean, and we listed them all out at the beginning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Olympic Club is one of the nicest courses in the world. <laughs> it's just we can't play it. <laughs> you know, with Olympic Club, we I go to uh, get lunch sometimes at this place, and this guy wears his Olympic Club hat, and every time I'm like, oh hey, so you, you play Olympic Club, and he's like, oh yeah, man, you know, I just go there for a little bit of golf, and I'm like, I've said that multiple times, and uh, I don't, I'm trying to work a way in with him, but dude, I played that course so many times on PGA 2K21 too. I yeah, I mean, I would love to play Olympic Club. I'll go if we're talking about grade a grade for Bay Area Public Golf. I'll go B. I I haven't experienced enough, I guess, outside the Bay Area enough of another area like as a whole. Like all I can think of is like Seattle or like um like SoCal near LA. Played some golf there, and so I'll I'll go with like a B. Like I don't I think it's fair to say it's not the best, but. I, I think it's it's nice like it's fine okay guys the bay area let me let me talk about some stats all right there are 46 golf courses within 20 miles of the bay area okay i bet you if you go somewhere else unless it's like florida there's not gonna be that many there's just so much variety here and by the way uh let's see 30 of those 46 are either municipal or public courses so i think it's yeah, I think you guys gotta give it higher. I think that's like the main the main selling point is there is a lot of variety. There are a lot of options. Are all those options that great? I mean, they're fine. They're like decent. And like, yeah, we only have we grew up here. We played a lot of these courses, so we don't quite like in the middle of Nebraska or something. We don't know what the golf courses are like, so it is a little bit tough to you know give a grade when yeah you don't have the experiences of like every other state. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a nice stat. Well, thirty is a lot of courses. Where would you want to go next, right? Like, based on your criteria, where would you want to go to try out their public courses? I mean, I talk about it all the time. Monterey is incredible, but <laughs> I think there's a lot of really nice courses in uh, the Midwest, in Wisconsin, actually, that I want to try out. You, you go up to Oregon. Bandon has like six on one property that's really nice uh like there's a lot of other destinations like pinehurst go to the what was that north carolina a bunch of courses there even like bethpage where we're headed next month they have four courses yeah i was actually gonna say bethpage because all those courses are located in i guess like a reasonable area uh, like a reasonable range and so we don't have to travel too far uh but yeah i mean if you go to, like, the Carolinas, you're not going to play Pinehurst. Or if you go to Oregon, you're not going to play Bandon every day. It's just not sustainable. So, Sure, yeah. I th- yeah, I, I, I agree with you that I think, like, if you're trying to live somewhere and play, like, decently priced courses that are okay, like, at a high volume, yeah, the Bay Area is, like, a pretty nice spot. It just doesn't have the standouts. Dude, you guys are, like, so, I don't know uh spoiled i guess like you played some of the like really great courses kapalua you played uh you played cypress you played pebble zach so you can't compare like our local tpc harding to like that stuff but those are other cities in the united states like those are the a- those are the a's <laughs> this is a b is a good grade a b minus is a good grade 
you know, like I think Seattle, like like just talk about Washington, Seattle, real quickly. Like, there's one course up here, like Chambers, Gamble Sands is like basically the eastern part of Washington. Like that doesn't really count if you're thinking about Seattle itself. Chambers, which is still like an hour and a half south, like that's the only nice course up here. Everything else is private or just pretty bad. Like, so I'd I'd give it. It would be like a D without Chambers. It's like maybe a C with Chambers. <laughs> So, like, the, I'm saying the Bay Area is a better location. Wow, dude. Ah, man, you are really harsh on Seattle. Like, I remember when I went up here, just like, yeah, all of the course layouts, it's just, like, back and forth with a bunch of trees, man. It's nothing about it. It's like, wow. It is. They're all short, bunch of trees. I think what uh, one other thing to note that we actually didn't talk about, Seattle shuts down for a few months of the year when it's just, like, rainy and cold, right? Bay Area, you could play all year long, which is actually a huge selling point when you compare it to a lot of, like, East Coast, Midwest areas because they can't play golf all year long california you can which is actually maybe it's more of a b for me now thinking about that (laughs) dude i love it man i love it come back you gotta come back you gotta play all of these courses and maybe it'll change your mind when you play with someone you know you know who's been around the course a few times (laughs) (laughs) corica corica or whatever better be really nice oh we'll see we'll see it looks nice i saw some youtube videos yeah it's on that top list but all right, guys, should we talk about Bethpage a little bit? Uh, I just wanted to say, have, are you guys stoked? We're going to be playing Bethpage in the middle of September. Um, I'm sort of hyping myself out, hyping myself up slash psyching myself out by looking at all these, how difficult is Bethpage Black, um, but it looks sick. I think, uh, I think we've all been working on our games and we'll all be playing well. Yeah, I've been watching watching film i've been watching like some of brooks's rounds some of tiger's rounds at beth page just at night before i sleep i'm just getting as familiar with the course as i can where to miss i've been working on my driver a lot because i feel like i don't want to be in the rough working on my bunker game because there's so many freaking bunkers out there i'm just like that is my sole golf focus right now yeah i'm excited i hope we can get onto the course (laughs) <laughs> that's like my main main concern oh, yeah. because we still haven't locked into tea time and for those unfamiliar it's like if you're not a local you basically have no shot so you kind of have to leverage your connects in the area so we are it'll be one of those where we get the tea time like a day or two before and we just like figure it out on the spot but i am very excited yeah i can't wait to play black can't wait to play red and see what other courses new york has to offer and uh, I don't know, maybe give it a grade that it, I don't know, that we're too early to, that we shouldn't be giving a grade on. But anyways, um, that's it from me, guys. And I, I want to say, if you've been listening through all of this, again, thank you. You guys are the best. We appreciate you so much. And we'll see you guys next time. And if you're in the Bay Area next month, want to play in our tournament, hit us up on our uh, instagram or tiktok we have a two-man scramble happening on september 11th so let us know at crystal springs of course that we didn't mention once <laughs> on this pod <laughs> it's nice though it's down in Berlin game it's a six scramble all levels welcome lots of beer it'll be fun yeah lots of fun and there's a sick trophy you'll win if you win. 100 and I just want to say, Crystal Springs, I would rate it an A. It's a sick course. It's a beautiful course. People have weddings there, in fact. In fact, I teed off when there was a wedding, and that was strange. But, you know, 
that's just how beautiful it is. All right, guys, with that, we're signing off. Thanks, and see you guys next time.